Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast, the first of at least two episodes this week. I'm Jake Okorowski. We've got Owen Reese. And joining us, another NFL draft uh, interview from the Wisconsin Badgers, Fullback City invades Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Alec Ingold is with us. Alec, how are you doing through all this? And it's draft week. What are the emotions? How are you doing uh, leading up to a big weekend coming up for you? Uh, you know, draft week is awesome. It's, it's fun. Um, you know, you get you get real excited. There's not really much you can do, though. So you just try and stay in shape as best you can, uh, running hard, lifting hard, and just, uh, you know, ready for the weekend. I can't, I can't wait, just like everyone else, I'm sure. You know, what's just uh, – with the whole experience, I mean, I, I get – is it hard to, for you to – kind of sum up what the whole experience has been like for you. You've, you know, you, you win your final football game as a Badger and then you're in the senior bowl, you're training, uh, you know, combine pro day, just, you know, what's this whole experience been like for you? Uh, it's been, it's been a long journey, but it's been fun. Um, you kind of learn how to love uh, working hard and, you know, playing football and, you know, different, different ways and different forms and fashions for sure. You know, right when I, finished up that bowl game, uh, headed down to Nashville and, you know, just two weeks of just eating really strict and training basically every day from 6, 6am to 4pm. You're kind of in this grind. You're like, Holy crap, this is going to you know take forever for sure. And then, um, you know, all of a sudden you get in your little groove and then you have a good week at the senior bowl, which kind of pumps you up all the way through to, uh, train real hard for the combine, do all the finishing touches there. Uh, hit all your numbers that I needed to. So um, pro day was a breeze and I was able just to play football at that point. Um, You know, and then after that, it's just staying in good shape, um, being a good football player and, um, you know, just, just just letting the chips fall where they may. So obviously at the senior bowl and and the pro day and combine and everything else you've met with teams uh, formally and informally throughout this process, do you have a number off the top of your head, how many teams you've, visited or, or worked out for um so far throughout the process uh yeah i think you know outside of um the combine and and uh senior bowl um probably you know met with a few worked out with one so uh one or two so um you know just being able to put your right foot forward um i think definitely um, helps helps it at any point down the road you know when you get in front of the all the teams you get all, all 32 interviewing you at the senior bowl. And then again, at the combine, um, you know, people get to know you pretty well through those, you know, two opportunities. And then the rest is just ironing out all the details and, you know, just trying to be as consistent as possible with all these meetings is really my biggest goal. Cause I want to let them know who they're getting with. And um, if they decide to select me and um, I want to get a good feel for them, obviously too. I know it's obviously a bit different, um, you know, at, at the combine, there's a lot, a bit more going on, but I guess if you can just touch on it quick, how much did it help at the senior bowl being down there with, uh, with Bo and Dieter? It helped. It was huge. I mean, getting all those, um, you know, we had a lot of psychological testing and all the interviews and, you know, it, everything that you went through was pretty stressful, but then, 
you know, they let you get out to play football because that was the most, you know, that was the most important part of the whole trip. Um, so you really hitting all those uh, early on in the trip. You knew that was getting taken off your plate at the combine. Um, so I definitely got more sleep at the combine than, you know, some of the other guys that had to hit it all at one time. So, you know, that, that definitely puts you ahead. And then, you know, being there with uh, Bo and Dieter is just awesome. Uh, friendly faces in the in the huddle and learning the, the the playbook the same way that they were, uh, you know, all of that really played into having a successful week for all of us. What was the oddest question? We've asked Joe Schobert this, by the way, in the past, I think on other podcasts that Bucky's fifth quarters had, we've asked others, um, you know, as well for draft prospects. What was the oddest question you got from the combine, if you can remember? Yeah, I think the one that I always, you know, tell people is, you know, it was it was some scenario they laid out where you, you go to a cash register and you, you get all these things and you're getting ready to pay and, and the price is less on the price register than you know that you're that you're uh, ordering. Um, and it, it asked you if you would do nothing, tell them that it's, you know, too, too, um, too low of a number, pay the pay the right amount. There's all these different scenarios based on you know, what you do at the cash register there. So uh, that was kind of weird for me because, you know, normally you can kind of get what they're trying to ask, but that one just was way out in right field. I didn't really, didn't really know how to react right off the bat at that one. Now, being a, being a Green Bay native, obviously you went to Bayport high school. What was it like uh, participating at the local workout for the Packers? That was really cool. I mean, being able to, you know, they, they get you up in the visitor's locker room and get your, get your gear on your um, right next to, I mean, all the guys started the off season program. So you got to see all the Packers eating there, um, you know, do, doing their thing. Um, it, it was really cool just seeing that and being a part of, you know, being in the room while there's work being done, you know, you really got a, got a feel for what it's like and, you know, where you want to be uh, at this time next year. When you, I guess, you know, what, in your opinion, what's been kind of the stress, most stressful part of the process for you? Has it been, was, I mean, was it going down for senior bro? Was it the training or eating? Was it the visits? Is it just the unknown right now? What's been the most stressful part for you uh, through the entire, you know, process leading up to the draft? Uh, waiting is definitely the, the hardest part and most stressful just because, uh, when, when you kind of set these goals and these landmarks throughout this whole process, it's real easy to, to work hard. And, you know, there, there's a deadline, there's a date, you, you got to perform at a certain place, a certain facility, you got to do certain tasks. That, that's the easy stuff. It's, it's just sitting there and saying, all right, the work's done. Now I'm just trying to, trying to wait and wait and see. Uh, that's, that's definitely the most stressful for me. I think obviously moving forward, I think you probably know somewhat where you stand with the NFL teams. Uh, you were the only true fullback invited to both the senior bowl and the combine, um, you know, but, but moving forward, I'm sure that every team's asked you this, but what do you feel like the strongest parts of your game are? Uh, and then just things that uh, in particular that you're working, uh, working on and, and looking to improve heading in uh, to rookie camps here coming up in a few weeks. No doubt. I think, um, you know, the most, the most I can do in the past game uh, in this league is, is the better. And I know that, you know, fullback, you like to hang your hat on being a run blocker and running the ball and all the, all those different things. But um, I think, you know, the, what separates me is being able to catch the ball, um, learn an offense and, and line up wherever you need me to on, on the field to, 
to get the job done. You know, that's really what I what I tried to stress the teams that I think I can do best. Um, you know, 21 personnel, two two running backs and a tight end almost always means run. And the more times you can line up in 21 personnel and stretch the stretch the defense out, get get guys in an empty personnel with the with the quarterback all by himself, the defense can really be scrambled pretty hard. So um, just being able to be diverse enough to play a bunch of different positions on the field. Uh, I know that's really something that I worked on last year going into my senior year, uh, something we practiced a lot. Um, I, I tried to put as much of it on film as I could, but, you know, that's something that you really want to build on, and that's definitely what I'm working on, route running, catching uh, from any any position on the field, just being comfortable and uh, learning how to pass block from the running back position, just – you know, the more I can do is the more I think, you know, I can help an offense. Sure. And and certainly speaking about being well-rounded, uh, I, I've always intended to ask you this uh, throughout our time covering you. Unfortunately, I never really got to. Uh, and I always wanted to ask Coach Christ about it as well. But, um, you know, if, if you could just describe, obviously, uh, you were kind of flipped late to UW by Coach Christ, and then you went to camp as a freshman as a linebacker. Um, and then halfway through your freshman year, you were moved to tailback. Uh, before being moved to fullback, can you just kind of describe uh, the roller coaster that that I'm sure was throughout your career, and and just kind of how you had to embrace each role? Because certainly there's a difference going from being a scout team linebacker to you know rushing for six touchdowns as a true freshman, um, and then going to really be a backup for um, obviously rotated in at fullback, but um, not being the primary fullback over the next two years. Kind of how that. Um, that process was for you and then how you were kind of able to embrace that? Yeah, I think the whole thing was trust there. Uh, if you put put one word on it, just because, um, you know, to go to Wisconsin in the first place was, uh, you know, I had to trust the coaches that, you know, they're they're going to find a spot for me because I, I was an athlete. Um, you know, wasn't quarterback like everyone else was. So um, being able to trust all the way through the whole four years was, was the biggest um, where you saw the biggest leap. Um, we have those few conversations with coaches that can really change the course of what you're going to be doing for that season or that off season, whatever it is. Um, being able to just trust them right then and there um, and them knowing that you trust them is, is huge. Just, you know, then they're going to give you the most chances. Um, they're going to give you the most opportunity to succeed because you know that, um, or sorry, they know, that you know you're you're there to to be their guy you're you're there for the team and you're going to trust that they have your best interest at heart so um you know if anything you can take away is just you know, coaches know what they're doing and um you know, if you trust them then it all works out in the end for sure and obviously going through this whole pre-draft process that's something that uh is definitely proven proven true is just trusting them that they knew they knew where the right spot was for me Sure. I just got one more, uh, I guess, tough question for you before we head to some more rapid fire stuff. Uh, if I could just pick your brain quick, what was your favorite run concept uh, at, at UW, both as a tailback and as a fullback, whether it's blocking or, or getting the ball? And then, um, you know, would you rather uh, get a pancake on like an ISO uh, ISO run um, or would you rather run the ball on that uh, that fullback sweep and around, I guess, however you want to that quick sweep on the outside? Yeah, so I would say um, my favorite run concept as a blocker is different than my favorite run concept as a runner. Um, as a blocker, I really like the outside zone. I like stretching, um, feeling a defense out, kind of feeling them over pursue, and 
um, giving the running back a whole lot of lanes to, to work with for sure. Getting up on the second level is, is really fun for me. And then as a runner, I think any gap scheme, um, straight up and down, trying trying to get as many yards as, in as few steps as possible is, you know, really fun for me. I really like, you know, that, that type of falling forward aspect of a gap uh, run play. And then I, I would definitely take the ball. Uh, third and short, I want the ball. <laughs> I, I want to be able to. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not worried about uh, blocking. I, I just. It'd be easier if you just give me the ball and I get the first down. That's that's easy stuff. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that's awesome. And we're here with Alec Ingold here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Owen Reese, Jake Kokorowski here. And now it's time to look for a little bit of fill in the blank time, a little bit of fun. Uh, we talked to we did some of this with Olive Sangapalu. Last week, Alec, you're, you're up next, and we're going to do some fill-in-the-blank questions this time. I kind of teased this with you when I was texting with you earlier today. The first question to you, it was Easter yesterday. Please fill in the blank. Peeps are... The worst Easter candy there is. Well, <laughs> yeah, I hate them. I first hate them for <laughs> yes. Yeah. First. Yeah. No. That, thank you. Yeah. We also would have accepted this pure trash. We we were very <laughs> adamant about this. Uh, and you know, we even tweeted. I tweeted a picture. You know, when you get extra peanut butter eggs from Reese's in your basket, and there's a picture of Caesar Williams with a big thumbs up, and then those you know those peeps that when you get peeps in your basket, it was a picture of David uh, Foff uh, just staring at me and pointing at me as I took his picture during spring ball. So absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh yeah. No, we, yeah. Peeps are trash. Anyways, second question, <laughs> the best spot in Madison overall is. Uh, the terrace in the springtime for sure. Um, once they get those chairs out, that's, that's where you need to be for sure. Uh, playing cards or whatever you need to do get outside that's the terrace awesome uh the worst misconception about wisconsin players is <laughs> um we're unathletic <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean I, I know you know this run um you know you run your 40s and you do all that stuff and those are tests of athleticism but you know i think i think playing playing a ball game is about as athletic as you can get. And I think we're really good at playing ball. Your favorite class at UW was blank, but your least favorite class at UW was blank. <laughs> um, my, fa- <laughs> my favorite, my favorite class was, uh, I mean, I'd say <laughs> my um, capstone class. Uh, being able, I, I really want to be a financial planner when I grow up, wealth management. And really all we did for a class was, you know, do a whole uh, mock mock up of one person, one family's case. That was really fun for me. Um, I'm a nerd, so it's, yeah, that's, that's not the best answer. But then my least favorite was definitely a weather and climate class I took as a freshman. I thought what? it was going to be an easy A, and it was not. <laughs> it was you didn't like weather and ever. climate? Oh, man, I so love hard. that. Mate, you yeah, know, I took. so hard. See, back when I did it in the 2002, the fall that that's how show, that's how old I am, Alec. I I love they had like a special one where it was about all like severe storms, like tornadoes and hurricanes. So I wanted to be a you know a weather spotter, a storm chaser type guy. And yeah, no, that's yeah, no. I mean, I know that the other one was hard. I know it was a lot more difficult and like and, and whatnot compared to ours, but. Um, 
speaking about that, by the way, you're a personal finance major. Uh, mm-hmm. I am trying to invest in my future. I'll put you on the spot. The best <laughs> way to invest my retirement funds currently is uh, large cap real estate mutual funds. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> and then, and then layman ter- I mean, and then you could just you know go in the stock market, play play long term. Be Warren Buffett. He's going to play the stock market um, as it is, and he's going to win over any hedge fund manager there is long term. Nice. Uh, my last one uh, for the fill in the blanks, the breakout player to watch for the Badgers in two, 2019 is. Ooh. Oh, that's tough. Breakout player. I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Tyler Johnson. I think he's going to, he's going to have a good year. Um, I don't know if how many people are talking about him, but he was a, he was a tough sucker to block and I'm sure he's going to be making some plays this next year. All right, Alec, who's the most physically talented player on the team? Like, not maybe not the most, um, you know, apparent watching. You know, obviously, if you see a, a running back run for a long touchdown, that looks really impressive. Who's like, if you had to say, I need one person to do something athletic on the team, who are you picking? I'll pick uh, Zach Vaughn. It's a quarterback. Uh, he's, he's, he's kind of freak. He's a freak. Jake, I want you to keep track of this. Tyler Johnson played quarterback in high school. Zach Bond played quarterback in high school. This Alec Ingle played quarterback in high school. Team. Yeah, there was <laughs> a theme. We're sticking together. <laughs> uh, speaking of fullbacks, real quick, uh, or kind of going into you know, your you know, obviously you transitioned to fullback. Uh, Mason Stocky, John Chanel. Uh, you know, I know there. Mike Lewis had that UW Badgers article back late December, early January about you passing the torch. And I know you talked, you mentioned Mason being able to kind of pass the torch for, for the fullbacks. Um, but, you know, I know he's also been out the past few spring practices with a, with a leg injury, but what do both of those guys bring to the position and will fullback city continue to thrive at UW? Fullback city will be alive and well for sure with those guys. Um, I mean, I think just both of those guys, they have the right mentality. Um, it, it's really a mindset of playing fullback. You just need to you need to get a job done regardless. Um, the whole mindset of just making sure your guys are making a tackle. Uh, both of those guys are you know gritty. Just they just want to get the job done. And and you see guys that come over the position and and it's pretty apparent whether they're going to have that mindset or not. And I think you know Coach Settle, Coach Chris, they found two guys that really do have that mindset on you know getting the job done. All right, just just two more questions. We'll get you out of here. Um, obviously, you know, we're resting up. It's a big week for you. Uh, just two short questions. One, obviously, you said you're back home in Green Bay. Uh, what are your plans for the draft, for one? And then two, obviously, if we knew exactly what was going to happen, we wouldn't have to wait so long. But, um, you know, approximately, what are, what have you been hearing? Uh, what has been telling you? What's your agent telling you about where um, pay attention? Uh, if you're going to get drafted this weekend? Yeah, I think um, I'm going to be sitting at home with my family for sure. Um, going to be hanging out, probably try and play around a round of golf or something early on, but get back and watch, uh, watch just like everybody else. And then, you know, things I've been hearing, it's, it's kind of funny because you talk to, you know, the coaches that are interviewing you and all that stuff, and they say, you know, we love you, we really want to have you. Um, and they say the more, the more you know about – uh, the draft, 
the more you realize you really don't know anything. So, right. um, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be a late round day, um, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh round, free agency, whatever it is. Um, obviously, we're, we're pulling for the higher picks. Um, we think that's real, but at the end of the day, the more you think you know, the more you realize you, you don't know anything. So uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, be, uh, I'll be shocked just like everybody else for sure, whatever it is. We're, we're going to ask you about that too. Is plans for the draft, family, friends, uh, cookout, anything going on for you? Big, uh, you know, really uh, anything that's really going to be standing out for you coming up this weekend? No, I, I mean, I think we're going to try and, you know, definitely have family, family over while the draft is going and then afterwards have family and friends and just uh, really just try and get as many people that, you know, were a part of this whole journey with me, um, try and make them be a part of uh, this weekend for sure. Uh, just to kind of say thanks and show appreciation for, you know, everything that's kind of gone into this for the past 22 years. Does that include uh, beat writers or guys that particularly may have covered you during the senior bowl uh, <laughs> that ask you really silly and goofy ass questions? Cause I mean, I mean, I, I mean, if you guys, if you guys want to come, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll um, move a chair over for you. We'll save a spot. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to go to Alex's house. I just wanted to, want it to be known for the record that in the extremely awkward situation that they have for media day down at the senior bowl where they have like all the beat writers walk around this like caged in area for the players. <laughs> I just wanted to know that I told him first that it was extremely awkward and I just wanted to make him less uncomfortable for like four to five minutes. Yeah, that, that is, you feel like a cage and then you're trying to eat too because you don't have time to eat and then you're trying to talk to people. It is just a mess. It's a mess. That, oh, so man, but Alec, man, we appreciate you coming on. Best of luck. It's been a pleasure covering you. The past four years at Wisconsin, continued success at the next level. We're excited to see where Fullback City leads you to uh, next, and uh, we'll hopefully we'll talk to you soon down the line, my friend. Awesome. Thanks for your time, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Guys, it's Alec Ingold, Wisconsin Fullback, NFL Draft Prospect. We'll wrap up the show in just a couple – just a you – know, give us a minute. We'll wrap up the show here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Thanks again to Alec Ingold for taking time, stepping time out of his schedule. And we really just appreciate him. It was a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. I appreciated some of the, uh, I appreciated he laughed at some of our, my goofy ass uh, questions. And uh, we will not be there actually. Owen and I are heading to NXT uh, in Milwaukee. It's a different subject. We'll speak about hopefully later this week. Um, real quick, a, a housekeeping note. You'll see on Bucky's fifth quarter, uh, big thanks to Mike Fiametta for all that he's done for the site for almost the past, for almost seven years, leading the site, taking it to the next level. And what we've done, we are looking for a new site manager. I am, I have taken over as interim site manager for the time being until a new one is named. And, and sure guys- I'd like, I'd like to say I'm the assistant to the interim manager. I'm not the assistant <laughs> interim manager. <laughs> Yeah, that actually is, you know what? That's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. Let's, um, we'll go with that. Um, if you guys go to the Vox Media Careers page, take a look underneath Bucky's fifth quarter, apply there. Everything. Uh, we also have a an article up on the site. So go to Bucky's fifth quarter.com for more details as to how you could potentially lead our site. With that, 
coming up this week. Like I said, it's the first of two, at least two episodes. We might have a third. I'm going to try to get Jason Galloway on right after spring ball on Friday. Uh, hopefully we record something on Saturday morning if I'm not too busy with NFL draft stuff, but we'll at least have two episodes coming up on Wednesday night. We Who are we speaking with, Owen? And, and obviously it's going to be NFL draft centric. Absolutely. We're going to have uh, our buddy Emery Hunt on. Uh, Emery is a uh, expert of almost everything football. I go to him for quite a bit. Uh, he, his uh, website is footballgameplan.com. He covers a multitude of things. Uh, he's a color broad- or color commentator for uh, college football and high school broadcasts, um, covers every single collegiate all-star game, and um, is uh, one of the most knowledgeable draft guys and football guys in general that I know. So I'll be more than happy to have him on the pod and um, happy for the listeners as well. That should be a really good one. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. We'll preview which Badgers, where he th- sees some Badgers going, uh, and other uh, draft thoughts as well. So we'll have that. Uh, like I said, hopefully we'll have some spring ball. Uh, I've talked to Jason. We're just going to figure that out. And, of course, we're going to have a lot of draft coverage coming up this week. Owen's been just running back you know, just continually. He's done a great job with these scouting profiles. We just had Alec Ingles up literally a couple, uh, a few hours ago. But we've had throughout the weekend, he had his projections for who's going to land where for the NFL draft. And, you know, that was published this morning. And we got so much more coming for you. So we're going to have, obviously, every article about where these players are being taken. And then, you know, we'll have articles about that. We'll have analysis. We'll have, of course, the undrafted free agent tracker that we had from years past. That's been very popular to see for those that aren't drafted, where the reports are who's telling where, you know, who's going where we're going to have a lot of that coming up uh, for you on Saturday. This is all before Owen and I are going to decompress and check out some professional wrestling action in Milwaukee at for NXT Milwaukee on that note. So, but Owen to take us home, where can they find us? You can find us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, and any other platform um, that, that has podcasts. Uh, let us know what you like. Leave a five-star review. Uh, let us know what you liked about the show, what you didn't like about the show, who you want us to have on as guests. Uh, tell us hello. Um, any other multitude of things. Uh, like I said, we we love feedback from you guys. And, um, you know, we can't – if you don't like something we do with the show, we can't change it unless you let us know. So um, make sure you leave us a review, uh, five stars only. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Guys, for Owen Reese, this is Jake Okorowski. We'll catch you guys later on this week for a midweek edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Thank you.